0: But my story really starts back in the 20s and 30s. I was born in 1933 in Seward, but my story really started 10 years before when my father was looking at a newspaper in Montana and uh, and responded to a an ad for people to come to Alaska and work on the Alaska Railroad. So he took the train to Seattle in, the, in a ship to uh, to Seward, a steamship to Seward. And uh, he ended up in in Seward in April of 1923. And then my sister and their two-year-old daughter uh, took the same route. And uh, they arrived at about the time that President Harding came up and visited Seward and went on to Nenana. And um, drove the golden spike that uh, commemorated the completion of the Alaska Railroad from Seward to Fairbanks. So, uh, my my brother was uh, born in 1929. My brother Jack, and uh, and I was born in 1933. I was born in a. There was a a black tar paper shack that we lived in, right next to the to the railroad tracks, and the engines, uh, steam engines, and the trains would be made up at night, and our little shack would shake and roll. <laughs> and uh, but um, we we had freedom. As soon as I could walk, we were playing out on the railroad tracks. We were going over to the roundhouse to see my dad. We were. Uh, my sister and uh, her dog, they loved the beach, which was on Resurrection Bay. And uh, so we, we had a lot of freedom. And the year I was born was when Roosevelt came into power, and um, Hitler came to power as well. And I always remember early, often alcohol-fueled discussions and politics being... Talked about a lot in my home and amongst my parents and their their friends. They were concerned about prohibition. They were concerned. About <laughs> 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 they they were they were concerned about a lot of political issues at the time. The the depression, the fear of a war, and uh, the draft was was being discussed. So, so that was. That was kind of uh, scary times for us. And then in 1936, my brother Dale came along, and uh, he replaced my status in the family as being the most spoiled and the the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> so so that was that was difficult. And then about the about the same time, my folks had lived in this little black tar paper shack, and there was six of us there, and uh, there was only three rooms, and there was a a uh, still for making moonshine hid on the <laughs> on the front front porch, and they were really enforcing the uh, laws on prohibition in the territory of Alaska. We felt we should be excluded, but apparently we weren 't well my mother had she had enough of this, and so we moved we moved to the uh, property on the north end of First Avenue in Seward. And it was paradise. We had Mount Marathon was our was our new playground, and uh, First Lake, and there was a waterfall behind behind the house. We had a wonderful time exploring there. And then, in uh, in early in November, the middle of November in nineteen forty one, um, my sister had gotten married a couple um, months before, and they had rented a small house down. Uh, by um, the Seward Hotel on Fifth Avenue, and I wakened to a commotion in the um, in the kitchen and I came out and my my brother in law was standing there he was totally encased in ice, and I looked out the window, and the whole sky was lit up. Seward was burning, and uh, they were trying to to um, fight the fire but it was cold and windy and just a, a bitterly bitterly cold night and uh, they were trying to fight the fire and they had no water pressure so the little water that came out of the hose just froze as it as it came out and and uh anyway he uh, he was just covered covered in ice but um the um the army had moved in and uh, they were—they um, offered—they were helping to fight the fire. So they thought it would be a good idea to dynamite the fire and try to suppress it. Well, it's <laughs> what happened—is is that it—it um, it spread the fire. And <laughs> <laughs> so the next—the next morning, we got up and there was the three two-story arcade apartment building was, in, was gone and one half of the east side of 4th Avenue and all the buildings and hotels and everything were demolished along with my sister's little house. And, uh, and then about a week later, or two weeks later, two or three weeks later, was December 7th, 1941, and it found our whole family huddled around a shortwave radio and uh, President Roosevelt was telling us about the attack on Pearl Harbor and uh, that uh, we had declared, that the United States had declared war on Japan. It was a memorable day. I was only eight years old, but I remember it as if it was yesterday. And the Army had been building up in Seward for quite some time, and there was probably more soldiers in town than what there was Uh, residents and uh, but as soon as the war broke out they sealed off the waterfront and uh, they fenced it off and patrolled it and we had to put uh, paper or curtains heavy curtains over our windows because they were afraid that we were going to have an attack there was rumors of submarines being in Resurrection Bay and so they put uh, gun encampments at various points out the bay but um, it was uh, it was a really scary, scary time, scary dark dark time. And then uh, in 1947, in February of 1947, we had a shipwreck, and that the vessel Yukon um, went aground in Johnstone Bay. And there again, it was a, a blizzard, and they must have got turned around. And uh, so they, they um, ended up putting the, the ship on a beach with a, a high cliff, and uh, the ship broke in two, and uh, it took two days to get rescue vessels in to help the people. So uh, that was kind of a disaster. There were work, or All the survivors were brought into sewer, and in the community really um, helped them. A lot, but I was working at the hospital at the time, and I remember the beds stacked up in the hallway, the basement, any place they could have a bed with these soldiers that were going home after, after the war, with uh, frozen feet and frozen hands. It was a really tough time, but um, school was a fun time in Seward. <laughs> we had no buses; we walked every place. And uh, the teachers were dedicated and tough, so we learned her else. But But one thing, when I was in in high school, there was a guy that, a good-looking guy that came from Seattle. And (laughs) (laughs) so that that kept me interested in in school. (laughs) But... He ended up being the love of my life, and uh, he, we graduated from high school together, but then that's a whole new story. <laughs> but um, my dad had been waiting for a, a railroad settlement, a back pay railroad settem- settlement, and uh, anyway, the year I graduated from high school, his settlement came through, and he gave me the money so I could leave and go to college for a year, so I boarded one of those steamship vessels that I've been watching, coming and going, and wishing to hell I could get out of Alaska. <laughs> 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 and and uh, I I left Alaska on one of those ships for the first time when I was 18 years old. Thank you. <laughs>